under your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Woe is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Clark. Welcome to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. And the first rule tonight, no more talking about Brett Kavanaugh, no more talking about Christine Blasey Ford or Republicans or Democrats, any of this asshattery that is running our nation and corrupting our minds as a people. We're going to get along tonight, folks. We're going to come together as a nation, as a people. We're going to do it the Master of Puppets by Metallica. Now joining me this evening, first we have to my left, Mr. Spotlow. Woo! How you doing, Seth? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And then across from me, we have the fiancé of Emily Hayes, Eric. Oh, yeah. How you doing? Good. Good. And then look who flared up. Some might refer to him as Radio Herpes. He'll never leave. I, I prefer Fever Blister. <laughs> <laughs> Southern Wood. Yeah! Oh, I was riding into this this morning. Were you? Oh, yeah. Top down. Yeah. There was a little high traffic. I was tempted to hit some people. But then I was like, my car's not very heavy or powerful. I'll probably die with the top down. I gave my car a bath. I saw a rainbow. And then I played some Slipknot and gunned it up here. <laughs> I saw a rainbow. And I played some Slipknot. But, like, I've been pumped up all day. And here's how I want to start off tonight's show. I don't have that much experience with farm animals. I know Southern Wood does. <laughs> that really doesn't sound right, Joey. See, have you noticed ever since I put you in the Hall of Fame, I've just been crapping on you? Yeah, I, I heard uh, that other show that will remain unmentioned oh, yeah, today. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was, I was really disappointed. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, I pretty much made that show. I mean, it was struggling. Oh, look at you. I mean, wow. did you hear the first, like, three or four months of, of that show? It was terrible. No, who who did? <laughs> and, and nobody did. And then I, I, I start calling, and I start hanging out. And then it's, it's this... I started feeling this animosity after I got initiated into mm-hmm. the Joey Clark Radio Hour Hall of Fame. Yes, yes. And, I and, and, and it wasn't... Just bearing that that woman that he's got on there on Fridays now, it's like they're tag teaming me. Oh, don't and you taste? No, think don't it's you just, say a negative word in my presence, Southern Wood, about dear Carolyn. It's no, not Carolyn. Oh wait, it's that other one. Wait, you talking about Christy? Uh, it's you know I've had they are so I've had Christy jealous. on this show. I've had Barrett on this show. I know, and they are so freaking jealous. I don't of know you why. and your and your high honor. Well. It, don't hate me because I'm great. I mean, come on, man. I understand. I understand. No, Bankins from you. But here's the, let's get back to the point. You do have experience with farm animals, do you not? 
Yes. All innuendo aside. I grew up on a farm, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> All innuendo aside, I don't. Obviously, look at me. Just look at me. Think I've dealt with a farm animal? Chickens? Sheeps? Sheeps. Got drunk that one night. <laughs> Seeing as how you said sheeps, sheeps, I would say no. I swear, officer, I've never... Anyway. No, I, I don't have much experience. So I saw this video uh, about 15 minutes ago at this point, And it was a bunch of chickens. In most cases, a rooster. Chasing kids and grown-ass women. And, like, pecking at them. And these people were running away like chickens themselves. And I've never had this feeling before. Maybe it's the Metallica. Maybe it's the political angst built up all day. I've been listening to it for seven hours today. But as I was watching that video, I was like, I would kick that chicken. Why are you running away? Kick that rooster right in the face. I, I, I will have to confess this to you, Joey. This is why I brought up your experience with farm animals. I'm, uh, I'm actually scared of chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, mean, that, I mean, no kidding. Really? Why? Really? Oh, bad experience. Oh, wow. Young child, you go in. I, how old are you? I don't. Let's No, let's talk this out. Let's talk, uh, you, it sounds like Got you're traumatized. Oh, are, are we? <laughs> no, don't you dare bring all that stuff up. No. Well. No, I, let's talk about we you. We haven't a... A, a cognitive psych- interview, yes. Okay. All right. Um, now, as a young child, I was traumatized. I don't remember. Probably in the four, four, five, okay. somewhere in there. Okay. We had a chicken coop, and what you would do is you would take the little corn or the corn scratch, whatever you're feeding them, mm-hmm. and you would walk way around from the gate, and you would chunk some on the ground, and all the chickens would run over there and start picking on it sure then you could go through the gate they wouldn't run out and then you could fill up the little feeders and a rooster attacked me one day and it scarred me for life how did, I, it, how did it attack you how did it no, go down Seth's over here laughing at him Seth's <laughs> laughing but I'm telling you they've got they've got some claws man I mean they got those three toes but then they got that extra one on the back for ooh yeah that's yeah, man. what that sound bad. It'll like you. in cockfighting that's what they strap the gads yeah. to and and they they use those I mean that's how they kill right. other male birds you sure. know it's a dominant society is what they live in and this rooster just I mean he tore my ass up and I have been scared of chickens ever since and my grandmother we would well, go out there so much. the I man know. with millions of cows is terrified of a little bird no seriously because mom is what I call my grandmother we would go out to the to the chicken coop and she was like just reach up under the bird and just pull the egg out from up under her sure because oh. they would be nesting uh-huh. and she said no just pull it i'm like oh heck no <laughs> i ain't getting close to that that thing will pick me pick you. yeah no i, I get <sighs> chickens freak me out my landlady's got a farm and i know all about chickens and farm animals goats and stuff like that horses and whatnot and and in the beginning i i could kind of feel you yeah. But then, after you catch your first chicken, you got to go. Okay. But, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not a small child. I'm not four or five. I've never been traumatized by a chicken. And if a rooster came at me and was coming at me, I'm kicking that rooster. What if it was like a goose? 
over there in Greenwood Cemetery, they got that little pond, and there used to be geese over there. Would I get in trouble if a goose actually attacked me and I, like, snapped its neck? Like, I didn't go... Depends on if you'd ran or not. You don't have to snap the neck. You just grab them right up under the head, and they'll they'll sit there. They'll stop, yeah. Man, they'll shake their head. I mean... geese are notoriously mean, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll pick the crap out of it. I actually think I saw an article where there's a geese that has teeth. It's like rough sandpaper. Yeah, they're like really small. Oh, it's it's not like I just sold the jaws. Anyway, now, now I'm going to have never had this now, bird. Eric. I'm going to have nightmares about a chicken <laughs> with teeth like uh, a shark, the size of a goose. <laughs> but I, I swear, other I, than his spurs, he's not just going to be spurring me to death. He's going to be eating me as well. I think I was once almost like I was pulled away by my parents when I was younger. I think it was over at the Shakespeare Park. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a swan was coming after me. Oh, those are evil. Yeah. Birds are evil, season. man. Well, think about it. The mating season, Yeah, that's protective. when they'll get you. You're, oh, it's so cute to throw some bread out there. But then when they come up... Mm-hmm. Well, and, okay, they are mean because think about it. Unless it's like, a, you know, one of those talking birds. Like uh, a... Parrot? Yeah. A parrot or... Well, they're useless. How dare you? You can't eat them. If you can't eat them, they're useless. No, but dinosaurs, they're thinking, you. this is what the dinosaurs gave us. These birds we have today, their ancestors were dinosaurs. And it's not the scaly or the... They had feathers. So when you see a chicken, think, mm, yeah, your ancestors were killed off and I'm about to end you. And That's we eat why millions of, of you a year. We eat millions of you a year. They're terrible birds. Yeah, terrible birds. Like, okay. there's one male will have a whole bunch of females, you know, and yeah. they'll be like, yeah, these are mine, you know what I'm saying? You all right. stay back. Well, then, if another male comes up and decides to say, hey, I'm going to try to sneak over here and hang out with one of these ladies. Well, what I saw happened is the male found the other male and jumped on him, and all his buddies jumped on him, and they plucked all his feathers out. Damn. Of, of, like, one spot on his chest and ate his heart. Whoa! Yeah, that is dark. It is crazy. That is really dark. <laughs> I mean, chickens are crazy, the man. Violence, man. And there's a whole bunch of the R word word going on in the animal kingdom because I mean, like a bunch of the dudes will hold one of them down and then yeah, man, it's, yeah. I gotta oh, say yeah. that because you know. Well, no animals. Yeah, there's no consent in the animal kingdom. Oh yeah, there should be. Unfortunately, <clears throat> but, well, I mean, but there are like you know, rituals, like mating rituals. But yeah, that's. That's messed up. Chickens are, are freaking weird. See? Yeah, I understand your I'm fear. Right again. I understand your phobia. It's it's warranted now. I, I, I understand this. Uh, a news story that kind of blew my mind today. Just saw it as well. You know Kanye West? Yeezy? I wish I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he got in a lot of trouble, hot water, because he wore a, a MAGA hat, Make America Great Again hat. And when asked, why are you doing this? He's like, well, I'm not really a politician. I'm not doing it because I love Trump's policies, but I, I like following your feelings. I want to break the simulation, I think is the exact quote. That I can do what I want if I want to do it. I'm like, okay, Kanye. And there are a lot of people that kind of came around to it, especially people on the Trump trains. Like, okay, Kanye's with us. He might not agree with every policy, but he's with us. He's trying to break the simulation. You break that simulation, Kanye. 
Well, today it was discovered that Kanye, yeah, Kanye West, Yeezy, he, um, he showed up at an event wearing his Make America Great Again hat, along with a Colin Kaepernick sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> He's breaking the simulation. I love it. It makes stuff like that just uh, warms my heart. It really does. It's like Kanye. It doesn't make any sense, sir. Doesn't make any sense, but I love that he's sort of just defying people's expectations. And whether it's genius or it's idiocy, who cares? I love that it pisses people off. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it matters one way or the other. Yeah, he's just he is an entertainer, and that's what he's doing. He's keeping his name out there, and he's doing things. I do it once, so that people. Who are we talking about right now? We're talking about Kanye West. Yeah, and he has achieved his goal. And that, I mean, it's great. I appreciate that. Whether I approve of or disapprove of, I appreciate that about somebody that can do something like that and make four (laughs) honkies with beards. In Montgomery, oh no! I shaved you your beard anymore. Yeah. I know it. Put the glasses back on. You had this glorious beard. What? What are you going to do now? You know how we have off-air stories. I'll tell you about that off-air. Okay. The uh, but no, but he is. I mean, he has got us. Talking about him, but it's great. I mean, <laughs> it's you just, ladies and gentlemen. Southern Wood grabbed his glasses for some reason and went to go put them on while his headphones were on. Poked you, myself in the eye. You poked yourself in the eye. Are those was new. <laughs> First pair of shades. Oh wow! Can you see me? Yeah, oh, I'm yeah looking fine. through them. <laughs> But I don't want, uh, by the way, anybody ever to get the idea that we aren't inclusive on this show. I want anybody and everybody, as long as you're a fairly peaceful person, you can have aggressive, violent outrages like wanting to kick a chicken. Because I, you know, anything I would do pretty much is fair game, and I can do quite a lot. I'm interested in a lot. We were playing, like, the Fatback Band from 1975 last night. Some funk music would come out with 86's Master of Puppets, Metallica. You know, I'm all over the damn place. I get it. So I try to be inclusive. And I like to see when there are progressive strides made in the world. Is that one? Well, no, not necessarily. What I'm talking about happened in Mexico. Mm. Used to be in Lucha Libre Wrestling. Lucha Wrestling. That And you could see this in uh, the movie Nacho Libre, in fact. When you are a man, sometimes you wear stretchy pants. Yes. You can see it in Nacho Libre. One of their wrestling matches is with little people. Now, the article that I found, the Daily Mail, I believe, yeah, in the UK, they're still calling people midgets. I don't know if it's PC here in the States. But they would have midgets or dwarves wrestlers, but they were always, like, literally treated as the star wrestlers pets or like mascots (laughs) and so it was like ooh and there is actually a pretty long tradition of like little people being kind of treated as a side freak show and and some liked it because they made money off of it and they kind of embraced this is how we're going to be treated whatever some people it's not worked out very well well Mexico's small smallest wrestling star is now a star it was a mockery, and people saw this guy walk out. Like, three foot nothing. Three foot nothing. Here's a picture on the screen. I'm pulling up the article now. 
Microman. <laughs> he's 19 years old, and he's only three foot tall. He's got the Lutrum mask on. And he drives he, a micro machine. Is he a dwarf or a midget? Those are medical terms. Yeah, I, I don't know. Little person. He's got a type of dwarfism. I think, yeah, you call somebody a dwarf or a little person is where he goes now. And there's different types. God, y'all are so He's complicated. He's barely taller than the second rope. Right. And this is what, you lead me right to the point. What got this guy over? What made the crowd go from, oh, look at the little guy and like kind of mocking him to like, damn, I love this guy. It's not a five-year-old. What happened is he, he was taking on another little person wrestler and he climbed to the top rope, which is twice his. Midget. Yeah. Midget wrestler. Yeah. Don't say little person. Okay. <laughs> that offends me. He's a midget wrestler. That's you're, what you call You're him. offended? Yes. <laughs> by little person. You're, what a snowflake. I didn't know that you Where's were a snowflake. Safe, where is my safe place? <laughs> <laughs> we call them midget wrestlers, Joey. Don't you dare call them little people. Hell, that's what they've always been called. Yes, They're midget you're right. wrestlers. You're right. They know what they are. Right. He makes a lot of money to be called a midget wrestler. He's a midget wrestler. Micro Man, that's his wrestling name. He silenced the mocking crowd when he climbed under the top rope more than three times his height to execute a high-flying leap straight into the neck of his also small but larger <laughs> rival. He then flattened another with an acrobatic headstand kick known as the Zero Gravity Move. The audience went wild in Arena Mexico at the High Cathedral of Lucha Libre Wrestling. Did you see how he held the heads, the headstand on top of the ropes? He does it really well, said one impressed fan, 28-year-old construction worker, Juan. <laughs> yeah. No, That's this is great. Awesome. That is awesome. This is fantastic. There's one little person wrestler. Midget. <laughs> His makeup looks like insane clown posse. We got a juggle up right here. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, kind of right there. He kind of looks like, yeah, right there. Oh, he's really tiny, but look how he fights, said another 30-year-old Felipe. <laughs> Microman 19. Okay, now listen, hold on, hold on now. You, you're giving me ugly looks about saying midget, and we're quoting Juan and Felipe they were people. about Mexican wrestling. We're, they were they're people. Mexico. They're in I mean, Arena Mexico. Well, in on, Mexico, dude. the names are going to be Juan and Felipe. It's like calling Steve. you John. He's going to be in Mexico watching midget wrestling. Whatever you say, Clay. <laughs> yeah. Cleave. No, but I just, I am genuinely happy because it's like, okay, we're going to treat you like a sideshow. And it is funny. It's comedic. But to see the guy actually do something impressive that makes the crowd go, hey, we like this is awesome. And they're not going to treat him like garbage like they do right. the rest of them. Right. So that's well, kind of cool. Is he not in, is is his job not to entertain people, correct? It is. It that's is exactly what it is. And is he entertaining people? Yes. Do you think he's enjoying yes. being known as a midget wrestler? I no, bet he yeah. is you got to take what you're given in life and make it work for you. Yeah. It is. So, uh, it is it, you're exactly right, Joey. Yeah. You take it. If you're six foot eight, be a basketball player. If you're three foot tall, Learn how to wrestle, apparently, <laughs> and be the next midget wrestler and get a real good tan so you can go to Mexico. Well, and actually, it's it's a funny topic. I, one of my new favorite podcasts is Your Mom's House. It's with Tom Segura and Christina Pazinski, I believe, Christina P. They're both 
pretty successful comics. They're married. And they have a very fouled mouth podcast, and it's awesome. And they sometimes have on guests. They had him Brad Williams. Uh, he's a midget. He's a little person. Whatever the hell you want to call him. Um, but Brad Williams is very pretty successful comic. Not like the huge star, but he's doing well. He, he's written for a lot of different shows. And they got talking about how do people in public react to you, Brad? Because you're so small. And he said, well, the the worst are actually suburban white people, like the parents, because their little kid will be, like, staring at me. And, and the parent will be like, oh, look away, honey. Look away. Don't stare. And they'll make up some voodoo, like, oh, it was magic that the, he became that. Those are the worst. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And Brad Williams said, my favorite was... Hey, honey, my kid is, uh, excuse me, sir, my kid's wondering who you are and why, honestly, why you're so small. And he said, oh, I love that. Because then I explained to him, you know how some people are born with brown hair, some people with blonde hair or blue eyes or green eyes or brown eyes or whatever. They're like, yeah. Well, some people are born really small. Some people are born really big. Some people are born average size. Exactly. And the kids go, okay. And he said, and in California in particular, the Hispanic community, the bilingual community, will use all the words in Spanish for, like, midget and dwarf and all this stuff and all sorts of other pejoratives, like insulting names. And they didn't realize that he can speak Spanish. So they'll start <laughs> speaking Spanish to him. They'll start laughing. Then he's really honest. He says, like, again the white kids are real hesitant a lot of these families they're like what can i do to be politically correct he said nine times out of ten when it's a black kid coming up to him he'll go what the hell is wrong with you (laughs) and he loves it because it's like straightforward there's none of this like kid gloves crap and and i really honestly i mean to go even a little deeper i think that is a problem is when you see something that is not normal. It is not normal for no. someone to be three foot, four inches tall. Right. It doesn't make it wrong. It's just not the it's usual. It's just not normal. People yeah. don't know how to and deal with it nowadays. To have to grab your child and say, no, don't say anything about that. Don't don't ask them about that. I, you're 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 hurting your child mm. because they're not learning what happened. If somebody has, you know, a, a terrible scar on the side of their face, yeah. a child would just walk up and say, what happened? Right. And you're like, well, I had mouth cancer because I chose to use, you know, smokeless tobacco right. all, my ma- all, all my life, and I ended up having to get half my face cut off. That's why I've got this huge scar on my face. It just If everybody would just be honest about it exactly. instead of saying, shh, 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 ah, no, we honey, say this. no, honey. Don't say anything about that. I am so thankful my parents are were not like that. I have I have vivid memory of where me and mom are at either a gas station or something. I know there was an old gas station where the guy used to come out and pump your gas. Yeah. And I think they had to do something on mom's car. So we went inside and sat in the lobby and it was waiting. And a midget walked in. And he was driving a regular-sized car. And I was like, I don't know, five, six, maybe. Right. I was like, Mom, how does he drive the car? <laughs> and she was like, go ask him. And he walked me out and showed me that you know the right. pedal extensions and all that stuff. And it was so cool. Yeah. Right. And then you just learned, oh, okay. Then even if i am got this disability, or what some might conceive as a disability... I mean, I can still get around and and act like a, a you know 
regular person in society. Yep. No, I do have to say the WWE a few months ago had an event in Saudi Arabia, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, the greatest Royal Rumble, and they had this huge Royal Rumble that had fifty people in it. It's usually thirty, I think, had fifty people in it. So you know, one two people start in the ring. After five minutes or up or whatever time limit, another person runs in. And the whole point is to throw people over the top rope out of the ring. They're eliminated. That's the only way you can be eliminated. And so there's like, I don't know, 20-something people in the ring. And all of a sudden, and the people who run out, you don't know who it's going to be. It's kind of a big reveal. It's part of the fun of a Royal Rumble. And all of a sudden, it's... A midget wrestler, a little person wrestler, Hornswoggle, who had been in the WWE years ago. And Hornswoggle just, like, runs real quick down the ring. He eliminates, like, five or six people. He, like, gets up under them, throwing them over the top rope. It's hilarious. It's like, Hornswoggle's going to win this thing. It's so good. And I just like when people sort of uh, own it. Take what you're yeah. given. Own it. And that's a, that's all you can do. We, we all have flaws. We all have great points about it. I think I do truly believe that inside every human being, we have great things inside of us, every one of us. And you've just got to find that and focus on it and your flaws. You've just got to accept, hey, you know what? I ain't growing no more hair. I'm not getting any better looking. You well, got Speak it. for yourself, big boy. I'm just telling you about me. I've accepted right. it, and that's part right. of it. Right. I'm I'm not ever going to learn to read very quickly and be able to digest a lot of information and process it in a fast manner. I can't do that. That's not me. But I have learned what I am good at, and I focused on it. I remember a story about, and this is it sounds way off topic, but it was about the Chinese. Uh, uh, table tennis team okay the ping pong team yeah and table tennis yeah they, really come on ping well pong, it, man. it's it's technically there's two different sports believe it or not well, look at this but oh, in, the, oh, in the in the in the olympics master of cows and pong the, <laughs> but they they asked it's a completely different game they oh. were just killing ping everybody pong. in the olympics right. and they asked the coach why are you so good and 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 you know like, he was just answering regular questions. And it's like, but your guys never, you know, you know this one per specific guy that won the gold medal. He never backhands the ball. He's like, because he's not good at that. Well, didn't you coach him and try to teach him how to do that? No, because he can't backhand the ball. I mm. taught him to forehand the ball no matter where the ball was. Whatever position. Even yeah. if it was across his body, he learned to get across the ball and forehand every single ball. And so he focused on his greatest gift, which was just killing the ball. You, you've seen them where they you know hit the ball oh, yeah. and it's like a thousand miles an hour and right. bounces off the table. But he would always be to the left-hand side of the ball, and he always open-handed every single ball he hit. But he trained, instead of trying to learn how to reach across his body and backhand it, he just said, well, I'm great at forehanding it. So he learned how to move his body, focus on your strengths, and perfect those, and don't worry about your weaknesses. That'll take care of itself. Exactly. Exactly. You got to take what you're getting, yeah. what you can get. I mean, we're not all blessed. I mean, we've got a story here about a legendary Italian playboy. He just died, age of 63. 
And he had claimed that over his life, starting when he was like 17, he slept with 6,000 women. And this wasn't like, it's not like American society were like, mm, look at that scumbag. No, the Italian like people in that town like celebrated it. Like the most successful lover in the Italy or something. Successful like. lover. Yeah. He looks like Fabio. I right. raised my daughter to be 6001. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> At least it's not AIDS, right? Right. I mean. No, but he died while loving a woman, a tourist from Romania, in the back of his car. He died of a heart attack in the middle of sex. Wow. So, the though, I think... If where, you gotta go, quote? that's the way to go. Yeah. Local media in Italy said that he was Italy's most successful lover, and Zanza died after doing what he did best, loving women. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me think of clerks. <laughs> that's great. Oh, wow. Uh, and and 6001 was really mad. Yeah. Damn. Well, no, and he actually gave an interview. He gave an interview uh, four years ago where they asked him, I mean, you've been doing this now for a few decades. He's like, yeah, I'm 59. I'm getting a little too old for this stuff. Well, I guess you had sex one too many times, buddy. Mm. One too many times. Oh, what a show. See, this is a lot better than bitching about Kavanaugh and politics and how it's terrible. It is terrible. How can people can like, I complain about that for a second? Go ahead. I was reading an article completely unrelated yeah. um oh god it slipped my mind now it, it, it was a facebook thing and it was like um how to deal oh it was how to deal with conspiracy theorists okay how to talk to them without just yelling at them right it's not true well and hearing people out the entire yeah. article was about kavanaugh so it was kind of like, given like, a headline, and it, it was well, misleading. No, no. It was it was it was spun into how to talk to a conspiracy theorist that thinks that a woman can't. It's it, it was it was all twisted. I got like two paragraphs into it. You it thought was, it was going to be this grand thing about how to yeah. bring people together, and really, yeah. it's just a. But hit it was piece. it was about how to talk to people who think that. Blasey Ford is, is working, a liar. Yeah, yeah, I'm working with the Democrats. Was paid to do this. Oh, good it, lord. It's just, it's everywhere. I will say, this is going to be my last word on it, it struck a nerve right in the spinal cord of this nation. I've been watching left-wing reaction, hearing right-wing reaction all day. People are lit up. And people who don't usually talk about this crap are posted about it. This, oh, yeah. uh, it, I haven't seen something like this since the election. It is nuts how pe how crazy people are going over this. And there's some good, I think, nuanced views on this. But there's just folks coming out of the woodwork. Like, everybody's got an opinion. And it's driving me nuts. Do you remember Rey Mysterio? Rey Mysterio? Of course. The wrestler? Is he still? Yeah, he's still. He is just he? did the uh, big all-in show in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, he's Ray Mysterio's great man. Yeah, he used to love watching him. He and was when at he this, up uh, the Lucha Libre. That's why I who I thought. No, of. I think he was at the recent uh, <laughs> Royal Rumble. <laughs> no, he no no Ray was a little guy. He wasn't a, a midget or a little person, but he was a small man. He's very yes. 
No, and this is what's funny to me is like you know Chris Jericho is probably the biggest, if not second biggest wrestler right now in the world. He left WWE. He's doing stuff in New Japan. He's doing stuff. Uh, all over the place. Like, he just did a run-in at All In. He's doing a cruise where they're having a big championship match on the boat, on the ship. Um, So, real cool stuff. But when he first got going, he was considered a cruiserweight. He was too small. Like, I remember you, that. We want you, you people to be, like, big. Yeah. Like, they would never let him. He would never find anybody good. He was always, like, the right. middle fight. But, you know, now he's a big guy compared to, like, AJ Styles is not huge. He's the, a champion. Now, Brock Lesnar is freaking huge. No neck. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's scary, man. And is a scary dude. Anyway, we got to hit a break here. Before we do, you know, it's funny. I was listening to Master of Puppets, like the, you know, like, Master, Master. And I know the song's going to actually heavy and about drug addiction but my silly brain was thinking of like a dog or a cat going master master (laughs) give me some good food here i want some chicken crack i'm hooked on that chicken crack and i heard there's some turkey crack over at four healthy pets so master master (laughs) feed me feed me yeah and that's where your pets will probably feel this way. They will be addicted to the amazing, all-natural, healthy products at Four Healthy Pets over Atlanta Highway at Village Shopping Center. Uh, oh, my goodness. Shopping Center. Shopping Center. It's, it's been a long day. It's bad when 84 has to correct your grammar. Indeed. But Teresa has put together products that she knows are healthy for her own pets, that can be healthy for your cat, your dog. I've heard horror stories about pets that have been fed crap, and it doesn't suit them well. It leads to, well, cuts off a lot of years. So get your pets the all-natural treatment. Get the chicken crack. You know, don't go, don't skimp on treats. You want the high-quality treat. You know, check out NatureVet, Koa, and also Grandma Lucy's organic lemon honey cookies. I would eat one Man, of those. Yeah, dude. You know? Yeah. You're talking to a diabetic right now. That just sounds delicious. Yeah, but it's for your pet. Take a shot and let's eat some dog food. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on. So if your, your friend is looking at you and going, Master, Master, go visit Four Healthy Pets over on Atlanta Highway. I've got to get over there because Chad Morris, he has destroyed all of his shoe toys. Sophie accidentally got my cat's shoe toy and ate it. And I've got to get over there and get him another chew toy. You can't go wrong. Or also check out Four Healthy Pets online. We'll be back right after this, folks. Joey Clark. Welcome back, folks. I have to say, I've been like <laughs> listening to this old school Metallica this morning. It was perfect, exactly what I needed. Really good stuff. And that's essentially going to be your bachelor party, right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still getting the tickets, right? Oh yeah. Nice. I'm on top of them. I'll, nice. I ain't let him forget. Did you tell him about last night? No. Uh, what happened last night? Oh, man, got so happy and so sad in like a matter of an hour. So, 
the week has kind of sucked. You know what I'm saying? It's just been one of them mm-hmm. weeks. There's you know, yeah, weeks like that. Nothing special. Yeah. Yeah, about lunchtime yesterday, I got a text. I said, Seth, you want some tickets to Nine Inch Nails tonight? I said, Oh, free? Yeah. You know? And they're like, yeah. And You're I was a big like, fan. Absolutely. Woo. So I called him and I was like, okay, well, let me uh, get a ride and a babysitter. I said, hold him for like an hour. So uh, I talked to him, you know, blah, blah, he did his thing. Talked to baby mama, got everything okay, called him back, they were gone. He didn't hold them for no. you? No. I was Is so. This guy a friend? Oh. Apparently not. Oh, I'm getting on him. I'm stopping by and I'm getting on him. The whole tattoo shop. <laughs> I'm sorry this know. happened to you. Me too, because I was so happy, and then I got so sad. Yeah. It was it was horrible because I we me and Emily had plans last night. So you canceled your plans? Well, no. It it was it was either me, we both go or she goes by herself. We went uh, to Enterprise to get a headboard for our bed. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway. Hey, we're sitting at lunch. They broke the Actually, last I one. saw that. She... <laughs> now, see, I was not going to go there. The yeah. thought was running through my mind: what happened to the old headboard? But I was not going to ask the question. No, I actually saw and you her. went there. I saw I, Emily proudly oh, post man. about this yeah. on the Book of Faces. I, I'm just kidding. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm complete moron. So it ruined you your. He, he messed calls up your plans. me at lunch. Yeah, and it's like, dude, I can get tickets, and I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know what to do. So I was texting Emily, and she's like, go. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's because Emily's awesome. She yeah. understands. And then I, I sent him the screenshots of Mount and Emily's texts, mm-hmm. and then he calls me, and he's like, dude, they're gone. Man, that's a, that's, yeah. that's a it's, bummer. It's, it's, it's really? so Man, crappy that's because supposed we talked. A friend of yours crapped a bed so there. Long yeah. About going. Well, the guy that owned the place talked to the one of the guys that worked for him and he said something to me and it's my I'm fault. sorry man I don't I mean can't blame nobody but yourself so 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 you not only got your heart broken you broke, broke the heart of your best friend I know it's terrible right. yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, and then that's, all that's day, pretty bad man all day today in my night uh, I got a 9 snails group that I'm in on Facebook yeah and people are oh look at the jacket I got last night oh, look at the poster no. I got last it's night it's just rubbing yeah. it in and I mean it wasn't like Back in like 10, 15 years ago, how concerts were, it was at a theater with ushers, you know, like a symphony would play there. Right. And I mean, well, yeah. I'm sorry that happened. Me yeah. too. Well, you, you suck, Seth. I suck pretty bad, man. Yeah. Sorry, bud, but hey, you surprised me tonight. <laughs> 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 Look, that's the, ta- that's the thing on his arm. Lift the sleeve that's, up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Nice. Oh, it says Seth sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great tattoo. Don't have to say that because everybody knows it. <laughs> no, but because I've, you know, my football coach, Tim Trokey over at Catholic, love that guy. But one thing he did is he, and he was from kind of Southern California in the 80s, so he loved Metallica. But he ruined the Black Album for me. The more mainstream one I've now learned, obviously. But before every football game, he would have that blasting in the locker room. To where it was like, enough of a sad but I'm done. So finding, and it kind of ruined Metallica for me. Because it was the same thing over and over again. So listening to a little bit of Master of Puppets, like, guide me here, guys. If you're fans and you wanted to direct Joey's studies into the world of Metallica, where should I continue to learn? What should I listen to? 
I don't I don't know because I'm a, I'm one of those weird Metallica fans mm-hmm. that likes all of their stuff. Okay. So like um I even liked the what was it No Leaf Clover from that the album the where they did with the symphony. Really? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, that was when they... Uh, that was the over 50, you know? And when I'm hit yeah. 50, and they were like, hey, well, let's go do a symphony and some metal. No one was, before that was like load and reload. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I it, mean, where should I... Where should I... Just should I, I start from old. the beginning? I say yeah. old, man. Old 80s, and that is just... That's where it's at. So their first album is Kill 'Em All, yeah, nineteen eighty three. See, and I, this is yeah. where you get thinking like, oh, that's a early nineties, late eighties band. No, no, they come out in eighty three. Yeah, like Nine Inch Nails, that's an eighties band. Okay, yeah. their first album came out in eighty nine. And then Ride the Lightning, do it. Yeah, what's the best one? Uh, I don't know, man. I've never been a huge, huge Metallica fan. Okay. I just oh. uh, stumbled across these expensive tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I would have really liked to have stumbled the ones last night, but we're not going to talk about fair that. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, well, I'm sensitive about this kind of well, stuff, 84. Uh, ho- hopefully, not about hopefully you don't lose these tickets for Eric's Bachelor special party. day. Yeah, I'm not. What's and that? let him down again. Uh, do you have the list of albums? I just had it pulled up, yeah. I was just trying. I can't think of what's what's listed. I mean, you got uh, Kill 'Em All, Riding the Lightning, Master of Puppets, and Justice for All in 1988. Uh, 91 Metallica. I'm assuming that's the Black Album. The Black Album. Everything yeah. before that. Just start at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Load, Reload, Saint Anger. Isn't that the one? That's what he's talking about I with like, the Symphony. He likes Saint Anger. Th- okay. Nine Inch Nails over here. That's the look up the cover of Saint Anger. Okay. No, I'm remembering it. I just remember when that album came out that a lot of people were like, "What is this?" Okay. Huh. Hmm. It's yeah. Something you so and your you dad like could it. listen to. I do. You like it a lot. Yeah. That's how it begins. Song is frantic. Kurt Hammett, you can't. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. It's pretty driving. It's pretty awesome, actually. It sounds like Lars is a little invested in Napster. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna learn more about the world of Metallica. I'm gonna get into yeah. it. Listen, I'm listening to the classics. No, I, this has actually been my history with music is I will find uh, somebody, like Zeppelin or Prince or whatever, this is my first two musical loves, and I will start from the beginning and just consume everything and learn everything about these folks. So it might happen with Metallica, it might happen with Ozzy. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking some more metal. Yeah. Yeah. Last, last time I was here, we talked about the System of a Down. Yeah. And that, I had listened I to sounds like in it. a while, but, so I started, I picked up on listening some more and you know uh listen to some of the old, older albums you know, yeah toxicity and all that stuff but good stuff he likes it I you say, don't like me. it what's wrong with it it's not scary enough for me oh it's not heavy Wake enough up. for you oh i know that song yeah <laughs> 84 you know any of this stuff southern wood no, I'm I'm not into metal. I'm I'm more of a a, a rap 
Hell yeah. Yeah. Late 80s, early 90s. Mm. Uh, you like that gangster rap? Not not really Easy, gangster man. rap. I mean, a little bit. I mean, I'm talking like uh, Belle Bib DeVoe, Bobby Brown. Okay. I like the, the, the transition they made where they were actually singing and rapping together. Okay, sure. You know, you Motown, Motown feeling. Uh, well, no, that's just a friend. And you uh, say you're just a friend. Would, baby, well, you. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. He's I, I, Marquis, I, baby. He's still doing it, too. But but I, I like the... I'm, I'm more about, about vocals. I like okay. that part like the of singing. music. Yeah. And, and I really enjoyed that age there there was about a five-year period where you had you know uh those songs that came in i mean and and God, yeah. I, 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 oh, I, I, I hate to i hate to even say but i mean back. i mean the the even like the ballads and the love songs i, I really like those because they had they had great singing in them and i really yeah. enjoyed why do you hate to say that you like ballads and love because it makes me sound like a 80s baby a 80s man oh Yar, what you eat? No, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> like, well, right, Seth, but come on, man. But no, I mean, I, I it's like, all right. It is mainly I, the show emotion. I like vocals. I really do. Okay. And, and that that was that was a great time in music. And I still go back to. I mean, probably. I mean, Michael Jackson. That's okay. That's you're an eighties guy. I, I mean, that's. He was he was the man. We might have to do an he MJ. Was a, uh, he was the king of pop. We, gotta, we might have to do an MJ Prince battle. That classic showdown. Ooh. Prince has got some real good stuff. But see, he, and now even, you're on my territory, like, Southern like, <laughs> But but you think about in their music in that time frame. You can go back to uh, Run DMC and and people like right, that. Yeah. You had the guitar. In with the rap, it yeah. wasn't just beat, 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 yabba dabba do. It was you had the guitar so, and people laugh at me. Beat it has got the greatest. My hold on, let me rephrase. Eddie Van Halen, that. not not the guitar n- that? Yeah. Not, oh. not not the greatest guitar solo, but that is my favorite okay. yeah. guitar solo of all time. When he comes in and brings that guitar solo in, because it's it's, it's see y'all don't realize how different that was in that age. You were it's going like, from disco. Uh, no, oh, here, hold on. Let's see if this. Is yeah, you came for. out of the disco. This is a solo from B. And it's it's a really good solo. Okay, you kind of I ruined mean, it with the singing, but, the, but that but is that's, cool. That's but, cool. I can totally and, see David Lee Roth jumping around. But you, see, y'all, what what y'all don't realize, and, and I'm not being funny about this. I'm being serious. Okay, you got a black dude up there singing with somebody ripping a guitar behind him. That never happened before. That that was two different musics. Black people sang this music. Mm-hmm. They sang Motown. White people 
sang this music, and then you had the rock and rollers, and and like and Run DMC. Step, it was Aerosmith. Nixon. And Run DMC doing Walk This Way. That was the next list. That's, well, and this all goes and into that's, the... And who... I, I mean, that's that came after this. Yeah, that came right. after Beat It. That's where it got introduced together in Prince is that way. Well, and this, we're talking about the MTV revolution, too. So your first major black artist on television breaking through are Michael Jackson and Prince. I mean, and... You also, I think Whitney Houston is involved with that too. Say that's bit. that's that's one of my other loves. Yeah, oh, I love Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> keep going. Love you. Keep singing something. Wow. Oh God. I, that see, was I'm, not I'm bad. Kinda, actually, I'm, I'm a sucker for that kind of music. Mariah Carey. Oh, and oh. Emily is going to hate me. Oh, I hope she's not listening. Mariah Carey was so good. Oh, my God. Okay, back Taylor, in the 90s. Dane. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Dane. Man alive. <laughs> See, I was trying to pull some like metal conversation Thanks, out of you guys. Thanks. And we got back into this guy. Oh, oh but I can't. Well, Metallica, I've never, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I've never been a I huge, love Metallica. We'll go on the journey together then. Yeah. yeah. I'm down. Okay. I've listened to some of it. Not a, not a ton. Well, I'm about to do some more of that journey. Yeah. I'm excited for it. It'll be cool to see him live, man. I hope they're not like the rest of those bands that I've seen that were over 50. They just kind of stand there. No, I got a feeling these guys Sweet. are going to be awesome. But, folks, it's been a long, heated political week. I wanted to have some fun tonight, and I think we accomplished yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Now, somebody find me a chicken to kick. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Clark.